You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I have a question for you. Have you ever told yourself to just let it go when your emotions have gotten the best of you? Or have you ever heard that from someone? I bet if you're human, you have. And I feel like this is something that, you know, we hear often or we might tell ourselves often. However, we're like, I don't know how to do that. And sometimes it's just annoying to hear because it's not that easy. It's not easy to just let it go, right? Especially when it's something that has really got the best of you. Perhaps it's a scenario where you lashed out at someone at work or you criticized your partner or you indulged in some self-sabotage. And then to add insult to injury, you feel guilty or ashamed um, once you kind of have like recalibrated yourself. And if you have ever experienced this, felt like your emotions got the best of you, reacted in a situation, and then made yourself guilty for doing it, I want to say, like I say to my clients, welcome to the human race. You are human. (laughs) So today I want to share with you four steps to actually process the emotions that you're experiencing in a more productive and mindful way so that you feel more in control of your reactions and your emotions and ultimately yourself and and so that you can move forward, right? Because the reason that we want to let things go or brush them off is because we want to be able to move forward without the baggage or the emotional, you know, weight of something. Easier said than done. And and unfortunately, you know, these are not things that we are commonly taught, you know, in school or by our parents or, you know, anywhere. And so I think that this is something that's so important because it ultimately leads us to becoming less reactive in our life. And when we're less reactive, we have the ability to really be at cause for our life and choose how we want things to go. And and ultimately, that leads to more compassion. And we hear that word a lot, right? Surrender, let it go, have compassion, have self-compassion. And while all these are beautiful ideas. I actually want to give you ways to practice and implement them so that you can truly experience them. And before we go into this, what I think it's really important to to address is your ego is going to want you to skip over all this. 
you're going to probably think as I'm going through this, like even if you related to a lot of the things that I just said, you're going to, you know, it's common for you to say, oh, I don't need this. I don't need this. Like I process my emotions. I do this in a healthy way. And, you know, I don't really need to do that. Like it's fine because we really, you know, it's it's one of these things where if you listen to the last podcast about the F words, you know, we just want to operate on top of this stuff because it seems in the short term more effective, but it's not sustainable long term for our well-being, for especially for our mental and emotional well-being and ultimately affects our physical well-being as well. So just know that, you know, when we are actually doing this work, that there are some things that come up for us where we're just like, ah, I just want to skip over that part or I don't need this. And we rationalize those types of things because even though you might want transformation, a lot of people don't actually want to change and they don't really want to do the work around it. But I know you're listening to this podcast, so you are not one of those people. And this work takes courage. And I know you have the courage to to face all this stuff. So let's go ahead and jump into these four steps that will support you to process your emotions in a more productive and mindful way instead of just telling yourself to just let it go and brush it off, especially in those scenarios when that just does not feel like you can do that. Like you can't brush it off and you can't let it go. And so it comes down to this acronym that I created that is called NAME. So N-A-M-E. These are the four steps. And the first step when you're noticing that your emotions are getting the best of you, that you're in an emotional state, is to just notice. Notice what is going on. And with this process, we're really slowing things down. And I'm going to explain each individual step for you. But just as I'm explaining it, it does not take this long to actually do it in the moment. And it can actually, you can kind of skip through one and two once you become more practiced at this. So the first step is just to notice what's going on, right? To notice, this is the awareness part, right? Is to notice, oh, like, I am being critical of my partner or I, you know, just lashed out at someone at work or, you know, you're on the road and you notice that, you know, you're getting really angry at people. Or if it's something like self-sabotage, which I know is really common among my clients when they first come to me, is like, you know, noticing that you're sitting at your desk and you're not really doing what you need to be doing to move the needle in your business or at work. So really this first step is just notice what's going on. Notice that it's happening. This is typically where people stop. Oh, (laughs) I noticed that I'm really angry or I just did something mean. And then we operate on top of it. So this is where step two is a really important, right? So if you don't know what I'm talking about, about operating on top of, then you need to listen to episode five. That's where I talk about the F words, about forcing, fixing, and faking and saying, I'm fine. Because number two is accepting. So once we've noticed what's going on, we're accepting as it is. And let me talk more about this because this word is also thrown around a lot. And this is probably the most important thing when it comes to getting out of the F words that I talk about. So 
accepting as things are without trying to fix or avoid anything. And this step two is really about deepening your intention on what has happened. It's that pause because the noticing is kind of just like, oh, I notice it's happening. And step two is really about accepting that what has happened has happened and pausing and being with it, okay? And this is being with something. I think of this as like being with a friend. So, but we're doing this within ourselves. So we're doing this internally. So if you imagine that you're sitting next to a friend who's going through a really hard time and maybe this is really sad, but I am going to share how I really learned to practice this was imagining if I was sitting with a friend who just experienced the thing that I experienced. And where I found this really helpful in my processing of emotions was when I had lost my dad. And so there was a part of me that didn't, I just wanted to let it go. I just wanted to be able to come back to whatever normal was and operate as my normal self. And as you may have experienced, hopefully not. But, you know, when you're in grief, it is not easy to do. But I wanted to. And so this acceptance part, I really imagined sitting next to a friend who had just lost a parent. And I just imagined sitting with them and accepting that that is what has happened without trying to avoid that person or avoid what has happened or trying to fix it. And this is so such an important part of this process because you're just being with it. You're being with the things that have happened and the things that you've done. So really, you know, I mean, what we're referring to and what I'm really talking about when we're processing emotions here is not necessarily this really heavy stuff, but, you know, perhaps it's like you lash out someone at work or you, you know, you criticized your partner like I was talking about earlier, or you're indulging some self-sabotage. But noticing and accepting are these first two parts of just being like, okay, this is how it is. So those are the first two steps that can kind of be integrated, the notice and accepting. And then M, step three, is mindful, is being bringing in this component of mindfulness. And so how this is actually integrated is I think of it as being mindful of what's happening in your body. So, and it's funny because we use mindfulness as a practice for body, you know, body work and stuff. However, what we're really trying to do here is we're actually trying to get out of the mind and into the body and name how it feels in your body. So how is it feeling in your body right now? And not having to come up with a solution still, right? You're not coming up with a solution. You're literally just naming how this feels. And so the saying, as the saying goes, is name it to tame it. And if you are struggling with naming how this is feeling in your body, I highly recommend looking at a feelings wheel. And there's a ton of them. You can just Google feelings wheel and they'll come up. And this is really powerful for naming how you're actually feeling. We're not taught how to do this, right? 
And so the idea of name it to tame it is once you shine the light on it, it's almost like this other, this deepening of accepting, oh, this is how I'm feeling. This is what it feels like in my body right now. And I love in this process to tell myself and I tell my clients, like, you don't need a solution in order to name a problem. So if you are, if you would consider yourself a fixer, like you love to fix things, step three is so powerful for you. This ability to be able to name how you're feeling, name the problem. I mean, I'm saying the problem, but name it in your body. Name what's really getting the best of you. Because when you do that, it has less power over you. So look up a feelings wheel. Step three is is name it to tame it. It's taking that mindfulness component in. So we have gone through, we've gone through notice, acceptance, mindfulness. All right. This last part is expand. E for expand. This is really about giving yourself space to integrate it all, to nurture yourself, to offer yourself some compassion. And there's a question that you can ask yourself to determine how to expand, how to evolve, and how to create the space to integrate what you have just noticed, accepted, and named. And this part is the compassion part that I think, you know, I know for a long time in the work that I've done, you know, I had a lot of different teachers and, you know, people just are on the word, oh, we'll just have compassion for yourself. And while that's easy to say, it's not easy to do. And the way that I like to think of this is how can I nurture myself in this moment? You know, noticing that I have, I'm feeling this way and this is how my body is feeling, how can I nurture myself? And the bigger question here is what would the most evolved version of you do here? How would they be? What would they say? What would they do? And this, think of like, you know, E as expand and an evolve because all these emotions that we experience, they're an opportunity for growth. They're an opportunity for expansion. And we cannot have transformation without the growth, without the expansion. And that's the thing that we're avoiding because it's uncomfortable. So this is this part is really where we grow, is really where we evolve, is where we, the next time that this thing happens, that you are better equipped because you've expanded your capacity to process your emotions and to know what it is to do, how it is to be, and how and what to say in those moments. And so if we come back to this example with the friend and you're sitting next to the friend, you've noticed what's going on, you're accepting how it is without trying to fix or avoid you have named it, detained it, right? Maybe they're saying, this is how it's feeling in my body. And then how can you offer them compassion? You know, it might be like, you know, you might ask yourself in that moment, what would the most evolved version of me do right now? They want to avoid or try to fix them. They would just say, hey, I'm here for you. And this sucks. 
like acknowledging that this is not fun. And when, as soon as we can accept our suffering in a moment, we are, we, it's almost like instantaneously we have this ability to be compassionate. So it's like if you notice that someone is suffering, if someone's really, really angry, but then all of a sudden you kind of get a behind the scenes that, oh my gosh, maybe you just found out that like something terrible happened to them earlier that day. You immediately have compassion, right? So it's kind of the same thing or exactly the same thing with ourselves is noticing that when we are able to notice, accept, and name that we then can almost immediately go into this expansion of we having more grace for ourselves, of having more compassion for ourselves. The last step is really about space and grace, is creating the space to grow and give yourself grace. And the question that helps you know, I think the most here is what would the most evolved version of you, you know, do, be, say here? And how can you fill your cup? How can you expand? What is the most important thing in this moment? And then you might ask yourself that question, you know, a few hours later, right? I know for me that when I have gone through this before that, you know, sometimes it's like, and when I get to this point, it's what's, you know, it, the expand point is, you know, I need to go for a walk or I need to go for a walk and then I'm going to reassess, right? So then it's like, okay, I'm going to reassess. I'm going to allow myself to process, be with the emotion. Or sometimes it's like, you know, you need to call a friend. You need to vent with somebody, which is, you know, very human, totally fine. You need to allow yourself to be with the emotion. And then you might ask yourself that question again. And this is this step four, I think, is really important to know that this isn't a fixing, that it's not like you have to just move on. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're moving on perfectly. <laughs> step four might mean that you need to be with your emotions longer. And as the saying goes, the best way out is through. And so allowing yourself to just be angry, to be sad to vent about something is an important part of the process. The main thing is that we just don't stay there, right? We're not staying there forever and knowing that it isn't forever. But if you allow yourself to process that you have created space for those feelings, space for that those emotions to breathe. And that is a really important part and to do it in a safe space, right? To create that space for yourself so that it feels safe for you to process your emotions. And that's something that will come up for you in that in step four. Like you're going to know what you need in that moment, what you need to do, what you need to say. You know, maybe you need more space. Maybe it's not a conversation to fix it, right? <laughs> like it usually is. Maybe it's not, you know, just do it mentality. It's, hey, I need to remove myself from the situation for a moment. And that whole part is really about trusting yourself and then coming back to this process, coming back to the name process, right? Notice, accept, mindful, and expand and rinse and repeat. So 
I encourage you to write this down on a post-it note. One of the things that I think is so powerful with, well, one of the things that I know is really powerful, especially with my clients, is when we do what we call as like visual displays, print and post, right? So you simply just take a post-it note and you write down something on it to remind you of these things that we're talking about, of these insights, of these things that are going to support you when you're in these moments, right? Because right now you might not have something that you're going through that's taking, you know, that's getting the best of you with your emotions. But if you have this written down, you'll remind yourself. And so I'm going to repeat the steps in a very simple way that's easy to write it down. So again, the acronym is NAME. So it's notice, accept, mindfulness. How does it feel in your body? And then expand. What would the most evolved or expansive version of me do here? And so when you write that down, you will have it in front of you. So when you're finding that the, your emotions are getting the best of you, go through this process. It doesn't have to be written down in terms of like going through the process. It literally can just happen within you. And how beautiful of a tool is this to actually share with a friend that you know is going through a hard time? You know, maybe, you know, your friend calls you and they're like, oh my gosh, I just did this thing at work and I feel so crappy (laughs) and I just want, you know, they want to feel better, obviously. And you can be like, you know what? Like, let me share this with you. Share the podcast with them or share this process with them. And as always, you know, this is a process that I use. It's evolved from, you know, things that I've been taught by my teachers, things that I've created. However, like I always say to my clients is I love to provide these tools for you so that you have a starting point. And it's really great for you to take them and make them your own to start to discover, hey, like what works better for me? So, you know, take this, integrate it, and then innovate and find what is a better, a better way for you to do it. And so, yeah, as always, take it, take it with a grain of salt, figure out what works best for you, and maybe even, you know, reflect on what has worked for you in the past and what hasn't and start to develop, you know, the thing that does. And hopefully the main thing that you're getting from this is that We need to give ourselves space to process these emotions instead of operating on top of them. And the more people that learn this, the better we will all function together, right? Because when you have compassion for yourself, when you actually process these things and you notice like, oh, I messed up there and it's okay that I messed up, I'm going to do better next time or I'm going to you know, go in and have this conversation and admit to it and and that sort of thing and resolve it from there, you start to notice that when other people are doing this, that you also have more compassion for them. It's like they have more allowance to mess up and be human. When you allow your humanity, you allow others to also be human. So I hope that you share this with your friends, with your colleagues, with your kids. It's a great, it's a great opportunity to teach kids this because we don't learn this kind of stuff because that's really what I'm about. In terms of this podcast, you know, I want to create a ripple effect with this with within my coaching and my coaching clients. 
you know, I already see that happening. And that's one of my favorite parts about what I do is, is seeing, you know, my clients share these types of things with their team at work or with their kids and saying, oh my gosh, like this is so cool to see them doing it. And so, you know, please, you know, pay this forward and share it with somebody that you know it would be helpful for. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram at wellwolf. There's some good stuff over there. Feel free to tag me in in the podcast if you really like this one. Send me messages. Let me know what you want to be hearing more of or less of. And be well, be wild. Thanks so much. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at Wellwolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.